can you tell our audience about sisterhood and healing the divine feminine? Well, it is very difficult when the divine feminine has been enslaved and abused and suppressed for so long uh, for any of you to come back to your mm, sense of original power. If we just look at mm, mm, form for a second, uh, all of you identify with the feminine from birth. Uh, you are born through, mm, yes, a female body, but you are also, at an early part of your physical development, your uh, sex is not yet defined, your gender. So for all of you, the feminine is the gateway through which you enter. So you could see the feminine as the window to the soul. Now, we have to be very careful when we start speaking about these topics, because not only has there been much said about masculine, feminine on earth, there are all different kinds of perceptions. And depending on the ears and the heart and the consciousness and the trauma of the listener, they will interpret our words in very different ways. So we have to be somewhat careful about the way we lay definition onto feminine energy, for it has been so, shall we say, suppressed and abused over the years, you have all been asked to disconnect from it, whatever gender you may or may not identify with. So the divine feminine, in many ways, is the rhythm of the earth. The earth herself is holding that energy for all of you, and look at how she has been treated. Now, we have to be careful here, for there are many who would like you to believe that the earth is in grave danger in ways that is not strictly true. If evolution is allowed to find its way, and if innovation is allowed to keep appearing, humans will learn to adapt to this new stage of the earth's life. It is all about who is controlling evolution and innovation, and will they allow through these innovations, or will they want to do it their way and drag everyone along with them? And that circles us right back to how the divine feminine was suppressed in the first place. In order for supremacy, it was necessary to silence a certain group and a very powerful group that happened to be in the form of women. But if you go back far enough in your history, you will see that women were incredibly powerful and in very powerful positions on this planet. And so, again, we have to be careful for there are men on your planet who have more beautifully, we will say, calibrated feminine energy running through them than any women that you have on the planet, and vice versa. There are women holding divine masculine energy. So you have to be careful not to think of it in gender roles, and yet it is hard to avoid the fact that feminine energy uh, was once the... Mm, 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 uh, the temple for feminine energy was once the female gender. And so as the female gender became so suppressed in your history, uh, the feminine energy had to find other ways to mm, find a way. Energy finds a way just like life. And so all of you at the moment are in the mm, mm, period of time where you are trying to bring more divine masculine and divine feminine through. So the way we will mm, clarify that is if oneness is harmonic, it is you allowing yourself to see the highest octave in another being, another creature, another person, then you must understand that for many of you, you have not yet seen divine masculine or divine feminine in operation. And it has nothing to do with the masculine or feminine words. It has everything to do with the word 
divine, for that is the primary influence. Last thing I just want to confirm. You said me and Lindsay love each other differently. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to confirm how, what's the way that we love each other? Because it was like, I love her, but Lindsay loves me differently. Or we love each other differently. What is that? Can you tell us more? It is to do with the way that the two of you are uniquely positioned within your energy fields. Mm. So, Krista, even though you are somewhat earthy and fiery, you are actually less in your body than Lindsay is. Yes. And there is nothing wrong with that. That is actually part of your design. Sometimes you give yourself a very hard time about this and you shouldn't. You have done incredible work at reclaiming your body and you will continue to reclaim your body. And through that process, you are helping many, many others who also have disconnected from their body, which, by the way, is a very human mm, mm, commonality. Many are going through that. Uh, Lindsay comes more from the earth and the ground. So she is able to look up with a wide heart, wide eyes and appreciate a lot. You sometimes uh, think you don't appreciate, but it's not that at all. You actually appreciate in a different way, but your energy is designed to be busier. You are supposed to be a little faster. You are supposed to be a little busier. Remember, you are a conductor of fire. You are not going to be lying on the beach for weeks at a time thinking you're having a nice time. That's not what conductors (laughs) of fire are interested in. Lindsay could do that for a period (laughs) and she could greatly enjoy that. So uh, we should clarify, you both love each other equally. You actually love each other equally, but you love each other differently. And the gift for both of you is that because you have both been so fascinated by each other, occasionally infuriated by each other, but (laughs) less so these days, the gift that the two of you have given is you have so much trust between you that you can go through some of the most, you might call it edgy or difficult moments together. And yet you have both come to a place of having resolution as a result. So what does that put into your energy fields? Ah, great difficulty and great conflict is not a full stop. It can be a beginning to incredible transformation and new octaves of love. So the two of you play that out with each other privately, but guess who is the recipient and beneficiary of that? Your group. So yes, you share some stories about some of the things you've gone through, and that in itself is helpful. But your energy fields also are helpful because you are willing to hold space. So we will say this last thing. And again, Krista, we don't want to overly focus on you here. But part of the tough time that you historically gave yourself in your own mind, and we share this with you, not just to focus on you, but because many will relate is because you and the way that you are wired were very fascinated by the minds of humanity. You were very fascinated by what is the inner workings of psychology and the mind here. And you perhaps flew a little too close to the sun in your interest. And you mm, mm, put your hand in the cookie jar just as the lid was coming down. So mm, what you experienced was you... Uh, tapped yourself into, we have to use this word carefully, Lee is uh, trying to stop us, but we're going to, and you can all, we'll explain it. Uh, You see, the minds of humans can be a little violent. And we don't mean violent in a physical way. We don't mean they are all plotting to kill each other. What we mean is there is a disconnection violence that takes place in the mind. And so you, Krista, being very interested in that from a young age, 
you were able to psychically tap into the minds of others. And part of the end result of that for you was taking on a certain level of that mind dis-ease and turning it against yourself because you did not want to be violent toward others. It is one of your, mm, we will say, points of shame. You can give yourself a very hard time if you explode or mm, are too fiery to uh, certain people. Uh, but you do not need to do that anymore. Uh, but there was a time when that was how your, we will say, emotional buildup erupted inside you. So the reason we share all this with you is for anyone else listening, and Lee definitely was afflicted by a certain level of this, for anyone listening to what we just said to Krista, try and understand that your own self-judgmental or self-rejecting or self-hating thoughts, they are not yours. They are an outfit that you have borrowed from humanity. And for some of you, thank goodness, it's getting far too tight to be comfortable. But for others among you, if you are getting very comfortable in that self-judgment cloud that you have lived in, repeat over and over again, I release humanity's energy of self-judgment. I release the self-judgment that I have swallowed from humanity's energy template. I release self-judgment toward myself. Say those things multiple times a day for many, 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 many days in a row and you will be shocked what a shift it will do. Why? You fight words with words and the mind uses words as a weapon as much as it does to love. Thank you so much for tuning in to Morning Microdose by Almost 30. We hope you enjoyed waking up. As always, we encourage you to take what resonates and leave the rest. If you enjoyed this trip, tune into the full episode on the Almost 30 podcast. All episode information can be found in the show notes. Make sure to subscribe. And if this becomes a part of your morning routine, be sure to share it with a friend. We have new inspiring doses Monday through Friday. Follow us on Instagram at Morning Microdose and follow Almost 30 at Almost 30 Podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the vortex.